Okay, so there's a topic in Chinuch which is very often brought up. So let's, let's talk about it together. And that is, often one finds himself in a surrounding, in a school, or in a neighborhood, or on the block with other families whose standards aren't the same as one wants to keep in his family. And uh, it's always, now if you're talking about cases of people who are not obeying the terror or neighbors who are non-Jews. There's nothing to talk about. We all know that we're not going to allow our children to make friendships with people who the very nature of the friendship is going to be that they're going to be involved in doing things which are also together. But the question is, even within your Jewish society, there'll be those things which aren't Isturim, but there are those things which a person maybe wants to be more machmir about or more makbid on. And now the question is, uh, how are you going to keep your child different from everybody in their social setting, in their class, and their, so to speak, their peer group, who are doing things differently? And once again, I'm not talking about being in a situation where people are doing things which are against the halacha, then we don't have a choice. But it's not, it's not so against the halacha. It's a matter of a chumrah, or it's a matter of a certain shita, or it's a matter of a certain sensitivity. And then, what's a person meant to do? Because their child by nature of being wanting to fit in with their friends, they want to do that too. And uh, if they feel that they can't do what their friends are doing, then it's going to have an impact on them. Is it worse when they're from? Meaning, meaning they're not sure they know, when kids realize that it's so different, they will get less affected? So they'll get less affected because you won't let them have the effect. So you're not going to, we're not going to let them go to the non-Jewish house to play because you won't. I have a choice, public school or non-Orthodox school. So again, it's, it's a good question. So the first point is, if, if, if it's going to be a case where I can keep my child separate, and I know they're not going to have friends, and I know they're not going to be able to go out, out to anyone's house, and they're not going to be able to eat anyone else's food, and I'm going to keep them shielded like that, so maybe it'll, it'll need a special chidduch on its own right, how my children are going to bring them up still to be you know, happy and not get to feel that they're left out, or whatever it is, that's a separate avoider, but of course, that's one mahalach. Whereas if I'm in a situation where I don't want to keep my child separate from everybody else at the same level. I want them to be able to have friends. But on the other hand, the friends have different standards. So what's, what's the mahalakha to navigate what a person is going to allow the children to do or not to do? And the not not charge this comes up. Ranging from um, that. There are those people who not machmer kharib Israel. Well, I'll let my kid go to their house to eat. Those, those places where they let their kids uh, play with uh, video games. Why my place? Why let my kid play with them? Uh, we were the shyer ones. Someone came to ask that. You know, his boys, his son's class. The boys who ride bicycles. What should he do? Should he buy his son a bike? He's against it. So what's what's the get? Uh, and of course, yeah. Uh, that's not the point right now. The question is always the same question. Whatever you find an issue with, or for girls who want to play with dolls, is a problem playing with dolls because it's not serious other it could be an issue. Oh, whatever it's going to be. So how far are we going to... Well, what's the rule? Uh, now, the point of the shit isn't to justify what chumras a person should be keeping or shouldn't be keeping. That's a different discussion in its own right. But the question is, when there are chumras, and when there are certain areas which I don't want to uh, allow my kids to do, but on the other hand, it's different to the surrounding at the end. It's different to what's normal for the place that they are. So what do I have to be aimed on? And what do I have to be willing to let go? Now, of course, if it would be a shayla lechatchila... And I would find a society which everybody has the same values as me. 
a society where everybody has the same principles, everyone's doing exactly the same. So it doesn't become a question. Because then we're all doing the same and there's no, there's, there's no challenge. There's no mockum to have the question of uh, am, I be, am, am I making a, a, subtle, so, a possible problem by making my child separate from everyone else. But in situations where that's the case and there is a, a within the same class, within the same block, within the same setting, and, and a number of different levels of what people do and don't do, so you have the shine. What's the person then to be makbid on? And with the explanation that in our family we don't do that, we have our khumras. And what's the person meant to be more willing to give up on? And uh, for the sake of the child not feeling different, they're meant to learn to do. So I'm saying what I said before. When something's like a talaq, it's not really a question. We don't have a choice. And if a person finds himself in a setting of people who are going against talaq, they're not going to help it. And it's just like if it were a person to be in a setting with the only school, the only people around them would be going, and I'd have to shield my child and say that this is a situation we didn't be different to them. So in the case of people being over the halacha, it doesn't give, give me the right to say, well, for the sake of being part of a group, I'm going to let my child do the same. But it's not the gay halacha. So the first example which I gave before, Batsim, we heard from Rabbi Yashif. Um, that same father who went to ask Rabbi Yashif, is, is, is there any reason for him to buy his son a bike? doesn't see a big Indian to buy his son a bike. So, two years later, the same person went back to Rabbi Yashif and he said, the I asked you two years ago and there was no Indian buying a bike, but now my son's the only one in the class who doesn't have a bike. So, Rabbi Yashif, that's the case, then go buy a bike. You know, there's something which isn't a halacha, and uh, even if it wasn't necessary, but if it's a situation where that's going to put him apart from everyone else, he's the only one who doesn't have, he's the only one who's different, um, so then, that's an important reason also. We had the Shaila once in the stock organization when there was a certain family that we were helping them with basic stock foods and paying the utility bills. And one of the things they asked for was that all the girls in their daughter's class are going to a certain chug. A chug is like an after-school activity in Israel and it costs money. And uh, the daughter was being very left out because she couldn't afford to be part of the group. And they asked the stock organization maybe they can sponsor the girls going to a chug. Or is it art of baking? I don't know. It's not, not some major important thing, but it was an after school activity everyone else was a part of. So we took the cashier to the, it was actually in the Sherry's. We took it to the, the base of the Sherry's. Tell us them what's it did. Can you use stocker money for such a thing? Uh, and the, the, the answer was yes, you can. It's enough of a tariff that a person shouldn't feel that they're different to everyone else, that it's, a, it's a, something which justifies paying stocker money that people shouldn't feel like that. And therefore, when it comes to something which isn't awesome, even if it's not something I would have wanted, it's an, I would consider an unnecessary expense or unnecessary uh, cash meals, whatever the case is, but if that's, what, if that's the point where they're going to be different to everybody else, so then that becomes the tariff. Now, obviously that means everybody else. If it's half the class against half the class, then there's enough, is that I don't have to make my kids in the bracket of the, the chatsi who do against the chatsi who do have against the half who doesn't. It's only when the kid feels that I'm left out and everybody's in another category, then that's the first nukuta. And then again, even if a person would say, you know, that's true, but we're uh, Benetaria, we can't afford things like that, that that's not a taina, that's not a good argument when it comes to khinah. If, if, if it's not something which is also, and everyone else has, and then the child feeling I don't have is the reason why I'm going to be different to everybody else, 
then Ba'atim is going to give them a certain feeling of that because we are the ones who incredible whatever it is, so we're losing out. And therefore, it's, it's worth spending money and it's worth even taking money from soccer in cases like that, which I shouldn't feel like that. But the question is when it comes to things which, which touch halacha, not Isurim, but Chumrus. Chumrus. So then is there a makam for person to say that we machmer and we can't do it? Or is it something which, no, for the man that the child shouldn't feel separate, uh, you should let them do it. So here until I show you a big mistake. And that is, it's I heard from Mary Khashivarov, it's a good Hagdar. And that is, there's a big difference between a, a child who we're telling them that you can't do this with your friends, what your class is doing, because we're different or because you're different. In other words, who's getting affected by the Khumr? If it's all of us, the whole family has this Khumr. So it's not just you with your class, it's your brother in his class, your sister in her class, and me with my friends and, my, and your mother with her friends, whatever it's going to be. This is something we all machmer on. It's something which affects the whole family, and we're all careful in this area. But it's a family thing. We have Aminogim. We have our, the things that the family, and then the child's part of a group. The group's called the family. And therefore, okay, maybe my friends are different, but no, our team doesn't do that. We're, it's not just me, it's all of us. Whereas if the Khumra Dathka affects only the child, so they come in and say, we as a family don't do that. Uh, who's making a difference to it exactly? I had a question last week. It's not coming from Chutzlaret. Um, a guy from a guy from kids in the very from school. And his problem was, and this another example I gave you before, that in his daughter's class, everybody's playing with dolls. And by him, he doesn't want dolls in the house. He has choshesh to the shit of the shach, that it could be Tzuras Adam or whatever. So why should he tell his daughter? All her friends play with dolls. She doesn't have a collection. So I told him, you have to let your daughter play with dolls. What? Let your daughter play with dolls also. Ah, oh, but, but, but. So, so listen, even though it's a family khumra, so we, we all, we, this is our khumra. So you're playing with dolls, and your wife's not playing with dolls, and the whole place, you can hear that. But over here, it doesn't affect the family. She's the only one who's being affected. So who's she part of? It's, it's only her by herself against all her friends. So that's the guess. It's welcome to make It's welcome to make But if you're going to say, we as a family eat khal of Yisrael, that's a different story. Because that affects everybody. So, just like I'm telling you, you can't go to a friend's house to have ice cream if it's not going to be Israel. I won't do it either. And no one in the family will do it. Yeah. It, makes, it makes something which is, a, this is something the family does. It affects everybody. We're all doing it. That makes a team. has to affect much every single member or has to affect at least she's not alone? She's either. not alone. Meaning if there's two sisters, after Even then, we want the parents to be in also. So Dolly, even if there's four girls, it's Even then, we want the parents to be in also. everyone. Everybody. It's a family thing. I can, I can relate to this is what my family does. That's uh, the first issue. By saying to make it a Khumrah, which they're the one who has to keep the Khumrah, because that's only the facts. That's not fair. Um, that's, that's one Lakota. The second Lakota is the way it's presented. The way it's presented. In other words, if normally, if, if, uh, if normal, a child wants to be like everybody else, and if the, the reason that they can't is sorry because you know, it would be a nice thing, but we can't afford it, or but we, we can't do that, because if, if a reason like that, or an excuse like that, is going to make them feel, therefore we're inferior. And therefore, if you're going to hold not to do something because you hold it's wrong, that's going to be the other side. That we're living on a higher level. And now always the question is how you present it. If it's going to be with people we don't have a contact with, we're talking about being someone who has, the, the, the people on the block are going, so we're different, we didn't. And it's understood. So that, that makes the barrier. But if it's people where there isn't such a clear barrier, and therefore you have to create it and say, no, we're different, so it has to be clear what the barrier is. 
what the barrier is, and uh, in a way which, again, the person doesn't feel that I'm the Nebuch who can't do it. I'm the, I'm, that everyone else can, and I'm the one who's the Nebuch who can't. No. There has to be in a sense that something that we're special here, that that's your part of. And I'll tell you a, a very good piece of advice I heard in this from a rough years ago in South Africa, when at the time it was a community which was its connection to the Olam was very minimal. People just starting to get shaykhs to send people to yeshiva and to get to know what it was. There's a lot of people keeping the Torah so it wasn't necessarily we call a connection to the yeshiva world. And then, at the beginning, obviously, there are those families who want to adopt the Hanhaga and the way of acting of the Bnei Torah here, which was at that stage a minority there, a big minority. What's the way to do it? So, it was in the game for the Bamitsa boys. Here it's taken for granted. There's the shawl, but with a hat and jacket. But there, it definitely wasn't taken for granted. So you had fathers who wanted to make their children take on an extra hogger, but half their friends don't do it. It's something which is not as easy to make sure you have your head and jacket with whoever it is. So I went to ask the Rav there, what's the way to encourage it? It's a very simple point. He said, it's very simple. He said, show them forms of all the yeshivas. Get a cup of Yeshiva's point of view, Yeshiva's Chevron, Yeshiva's Lakewood, Yeshiva's Nuri, Yeshiva's Brisk. Sure. It gives you an identity to something. If you're in some faraway place and you're talking about, you know, that we're the five guys in the class who, you know, we the Bnei Torah wearing hats and jackets, you feel like, and the 20 guys not like it, you feel like we're on an island by ourselves. Show them you're part of something much bigger. Show them. Look at the best measure in Lakewood looks like during Davini. Yeah. You'll see thousands of people with hats and jackets. Look at the mirror. Look at the Chevron. And now you feel it's not we just by ourselves. Now, maybe here we're the few people that get, but there's a big item like that. We're part of a much bigger force. We're part of a much bigger item of Torah, and it gives identity. It gives identity. And that's the, the, the more important point. There's the practical point of a person doesn't want to, not to be able to eat the, non, the non-chalavishol ice cream or not to be left out from the outing where they're going to press the business or whatever it's going to be. That's a practical issue. The bigger issue is that a person feels like I don't connect. So they feel a lack of, you know, that loneliness they're not part of everyone else no we can show you our part of something we can show them our part of something. and the more a person is obviously in a place where they're close to a sense of the Olamatera so of course the more they're going to feel connected to it the more a person is far out so it has to be a thing so we connect to something and like a lot of times this is the advice if, if a person lives in a place which is far from a sense of Torah far from a place where they can really so it should be part of the curriculum once a year, twice a year. Go visit, a, go, go visit a, a place which is, that's the standards of the place. And therefore, if that's the case, the person feels more connected to that. And by Amos, the Ramban already brings an amazing thing. And the Ramban says, this was part of the Torah's intention of being Eli Regal. Because the Oyev De Hashem was sent to the Yishra. That's what the Kohenim was, that's what the Sanhedrin was, that's what the King was. That was the focal point of Oyev Hashem. And you have people who are spending their years in farms all over the expense of Israel and uh, can lose shaykhs to the center point, which is what we want them to connect to. And therefore, three times a year, come back and experience it. And Tesis writes in Baba Basha. This is the point of coming to Shalayim. The man Tilma, the year Hashem because being exposed, this is the place where this is where it's happening. And this is where, that's the, where you're going to feel that contact, the connection, and that power of this is the center. So I feel I'm connected to it. And it's the same thing everywhere. And like we said, if, if, if you can visit in person, it's much more powerful. 
if at least you see that you're not uh, someone on your own. You're part of something which is a much bigger force. That has the same ability to connect to something. It's the same as what you said before, just to a bigger sense. For sure, to tell a child that you have to keep something and make you different, that they're on their own, that you can't do. To say our family is different, that's already something. I'm part of a team, I'm part of a group. It's called my family. Because it's not just your family. You should know that there's a very big world like that. There's a very big item. We're part of a much bigger tzibur. So it has that effect of a person making, making a person feel connected. And that's the second point. It's the counter. Because, and this, the Valley Musa writes, really the Rishonim, the Rambam. The Rambam writes, a person is never medini, which means a person has to feel connected to something. For a person to feel they have no connection to anybody, I'm completely alone, it goes against the nature of a person. The nature of a person, I want to feel connected to something. I want to feel I'm part of a team, part of a group, or part of a, a society, whatever it is. The Chachma is, we're going to shape what that society is. And therefore, I can be living in the society, and of course I'll feel a part of it. That's my neighbors, that's my street, that's my shul, that's my school, that's, that's the world I'm living in. But the, the Kiddush is, that even if a person's a step out of that, but once that becomes the, the world that we're still connected to, so then I feel connected to it. I feel a shaykh to it. And how's a person going to do that? That's already the way the parents have to think. How are we going to build that connection to the world we want our children to identify with? And if it's not the natural con- the placing that they're going to be, so then we have to make that something which is important. Maybe something which that becomes the world we're part of. The world we're part of. The society we're a part of. And uh, the same idea. The Chaznisha's answer for this. Yerakovinsky said that when he was just got married, so they wanted to open up a Kiribu Sheva in Khadera. And Khadera at the time was a completely known from Muslim. So they wanted him to want people running it. So that meant it in Khadera. So he asked the Chaznish, what does the Chaznish hold them moving to Khadera with his kids who were still in preschool at the time? Is it, is it, is it something you should do or not? So the Chazanish said, on one, you can go on one condition. He said, you go to the, the gun, the kindergarten where your kids are going to be. He said, tell them they have to put up good pictures of Gedolim on the walls. They put a picture of the Chazanish, the Chavetz Chai, put a picture of, I don't know, they have a Moezi, put a picture of Gedolim on the time, put a picture of, of Yeshivas, things like that. Because even if you're going to be in a society which may be isn't the same as you, but there's something that you can say that we, we, we have that point of connection. And if you don't have that, then you said, then you can't go there. Um, in other words, okay, he was talking to about the gun, but the same rule applies everywhere. If you're going to be in a place which is far from the center of Torah, but bring the center of Torah to you. The pictures you have in your home, pictures of Gdayim, pictures of Yishalayim, pictures of Yishalayim, pictures of whatever it is, the Olam Torah. The things that, uh, the, the topics which uh, you always talk about is, What's happening in the Olimatari that interests us, that we're a part of. When, when this week we had, last week, there was the Vibra of Yasha. So, Tamilim, from the Kailan, all of the Chutzas, they wanted to connect something. So yeah, here we could go and stand in the street in Chazanish, there they couldn't do it, what do you do? So I said, it's very Chashev. Find the, go on one of the sites which is forming it, and take a child and watch. Let them see what it means, the God of, uh, the Vibra of God of Israel. The Chlal, the experience of seeing hundreds of thousands of Jews in one place. No, from the people calling from uh, all over the places around the world where there isn't a big Jewish kahila. Just the idea of seeing so many from Jews in one place is powerful. 
Okay, something to connect to. And the only one turned into a different stars. So a rope called me after him. Someone said, I never knew Rav Gashem. I didn't know Rav Gashem. Should I make a hesper in my town for him? So what, I was, what are you going to say? I said, I don't know. Had nothing spared him written and all the... I'll read up what they say about him. I'll, I'll just say over the stories. Is there anything in doing this? I, don't, I never knew him personally. I don't nothing on my own to say. I can just repeat what I read. And I said, of course there's anything in We want to connect to God. God will be Israel. We want to feel that we're also a part of something. So that's what Kai Yisrael is doing. So we want to, even in our forgotten part of the world, we want to feel a part of that. And that's on a communal level, for sure, in a person's own heart. If a person wants to make his children feel, we are part of the Olam we're part of something bigger, so then we have to encourage that. And give them, not just take away what they have, that you can't be part of you know, the, the group in your class is going to the ball game. You can't be part of the ones that are going to eat the, the Ashmus, whatever it's going to be. You have to pr- provide the replacement. What are we part of? What, what is our team? What, what is the society that we form a part of? And after that's Hakbada to to present the society that this is what this is where we are headed. We might be a, an embassy, we're far away, but we're part of such a society that creates a connection there also. And it's obvious, but you always notice that after you have to have, have, have to be in foreign embassies, but always in the foreign embassies, every picture is a picture of their country. It gives you Kimat gives you a feeling you're there. You know, and what if they have a, something playing on the screen? It'll be something from the country that they're you get the feeling of more or less you're in the country you might be far away from it but they've, they've worked hard to try and give you that feeling it's a, and there's a reason for that and if you're going to be the embassy of the Ayla Matera in some far away place you want your home to be the embassy where the, the, the atmosphere and the pictures and the, the culture is is a haven of the Ayla Matera wherever it's going to be if you provide that identity, then it's easier to take away. We're not connecting to here because we're part of something else. But without that, if you're just going to take away what someone's a part of, and you're not going to give them a replacement, it's much more difficult because then they feel lost. Because we have nothing. And therefore, in a way, in a, when, when someone's part of that is the culture of living, it makes the job easier. But it's something that a person can feel the chedek of, even if they're not there. I'm saying again, from my upbringing in South Africa, when we were in a place where from Jews they were, but in the Matara there wasn't. But there was always the the the, the rabbi that said, no, you're, now you're 10, in six years you're going, in seven years you're going to Yeshiva, in five years you're going to Yeshiva, whatever it is, it's where we're going. It's part of what you want to be one day. It creates an identity with something which even if it isn't here right now, but you feel connected to it. And then again, you read the books about it, you see the stories of it, you watch it live. Whatever it's going to be, it makes a connection. And uh, the fact that that's the topic and that's the atmosphere, that's the thing, it takes away the desire to be like the culture where you are. Because I have something else to connect to instead.